today. Amen. Lamentations 3 and 26. You will find these words. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait. Somebody say quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. And those of you that can get to it fast, go to Psalms 40 and 1. And David simply says, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined, he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Don't let the many scriptures fool you today. I ain't going to preach that long. Hebrews, the fifth chapter, verse six and seven. Amen. Hebrews, the fifth chapter, verses, uh, I'm sorry, the fifth chapter. Is that what I said? Verses six and seven. Sixth chapter, fifth chapter, verse six, seven. Let's see, that ain't what I want. Hold on one second. That's not quite what I want, but that's all right. Y'all sit down. It's just going to work out anyway. That ain't what I want. I ain't going to just read something just to be reading it. Say amen, somebody. The Lord had me up late last night after a long week of uh, workers meeting and uh, working uh, 10 hours a day. <clears throat> I was up late last night, Sister Kim, trying to get a word from the Lord. Amen. And so... I want to talk to you that while you are waiting, God is working. Let me first of all start off by saying that when you read from the prophets and from the Psalms, you may be struck with how much of them come from a posture of waiting throughout the Psalms, especially King David, he says things uh, to God like, I'm in a pit. He says, my enemies have overwhelmed me. There's a place where he says, my friends have betrayed me. He said, darkness is my only friend. There have been times in the life of David where David just said, God, why do you feel so far from me? I don't know if any of you all have ever experienced that with God. You know that you're saved. You know that you believe God. And yes, you trust God. And you hear the word of God. You hear the pastor say that God says, call on me and I will answer you and show you great and marvelous things. You've heard the pastor say, God said, I'll answer before you even call me. He said, abide in me and my word abide in you. You can ask what you will and it shall be given unto you. But yet there may be times in your life that you feel that God is far from you. Fact of the matter is, uh, uh, before God brought uh, his, his people out 
of Egypt, Israel waited in slavery for 400 years. Whether you know that or not, that's 10 generations. And, and then as if, as if that was not long enough. Now you would think that would be long enough, but as if that was not long enough, God had Israel wait again for 400 years. And that was, that was between the last prophet of the Old Testament and the birth of Jesus. That's, that's right between Malachi and the Gospel Saint Matthew. 400 years of God, where are you? It met with silence. God just did not speak. The fact of the matter is, Isaiah the prophet, he, he described that time as sitting in darkness. But here's, here's, here's the truth that I really know you don't want to hear, but I'm going to tell you anyway, and that is that waiting on God is a normal part of the Christian life. I'm going to say it again, waiting on God is not abnormal. It's not something that's strange. I want you to know that it is a part of the Christian life. The prophet Jeremiah in our text, he's the writer of Lamentation. He spent many years unjustly imprisoned in a dungeon. And so he just simply says this, it is good that one should wait quietly. Now that's very important. Some of you are waiting on God, but you're not waiting quietly. And I don't quite know who this is for, but God says, hush, hush, hush. That's what God says, hush. If you're going to wait on me, you have to learn how to wait on me and be quiet. You can't wait on me and argue. You can't be talking about I'm waiting on you, God, and cussing everybody out. Well, let me just preach here. I'm not going to preach long, I promise. You can't be waiting on God and think that you have all of the answers. He said it is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation, in other words, for your deliverance, for your escape, for your rescue, for your recovery from the Lord. Because how many of y'all know, regardless to the situation, you may find yourself in, if you just wait quietly before God, God will deliver. God will make a way for escape. God will rescue you and God will cause you to recover all. Come on here. Uh, David said, Lord, should I pursue? What should I do? God says, go and pursue and recover all. I don't know who I'm talking to, but whatever you lost in 2021, uh, I come here to tell you that God says uh, that we're going to recover. We're going to recover all. 
Hallelujah. I think God's going to move so and God's going to recover so until we might just have to change the name of the church to recovery. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to shout recovery. Recovery. Now you have to understand though that while we wait on God, uh, that waiting on God doesn't mean that we do nothing. You know, you got some folks sitting at home talking about, I'm just waiting on God. God's going to move. I don't know when and I I don't know how, but oh, I'm standing on his word, but you're not doing anything. And I come to tell you that waiting on God, it doesn't mean that you do nothing. You see, when you are in a time of waiting on God, do what you know to do today. Somebody say today. Don't say after God answers, after God heals, after I recover, after I've been rescued, then I'll do. No, I don't serve a God. Oh, come on here, somebody. I don't serve a God that we get to give him the option that if we do God, then you do. No, 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 no. God, God don't work like that. We don't place the condition on God. God places the condition on us. And so while you are in a time of waiting, while you're waiting on your miracle, while you're waiting, my God, on your healing, while you're waiting on that promotion, while you're waiting, whatever you're waiting for, do what you know to do today. Take initiative towards change that you know you should or hope to make because in at Activity rarely produces anything. If you are in a time of waiting, even waiting on God, that doesn't always mean that there is nothing for you to do. Fact of the matter is, when you look in the second chapter of the book of St. John and right around the fourth verse, Jesus himself said, he says this, my time has not come yet so you know what that means that means that Jesus the savior of the world he was in a time of waiting he says my time have not come yet yet he continued to act on what he could what he could do my time have not come but he was healing the sick my time has not come he was raising the dead my time have not come he was he was turning water into wine my time have not come and so he was in a time of waiting and while he was waiting he was still doing the work of his father listen when you are in a time of waiting on God do what you know to do and do it today take 
take some initiative. Look at your neighbor and say, take some initiative. Come on. People shouldn't have to hold your hand and guide you to everything you got to do. My God, you got to put the pen in your hand and hold your hand and, and, and sign your name. No, come on here, somebody. Why don't you take initiative towards change that you should make or that you've been designed to make? If you're waiting for a new career opportunity, why don't you polish up your resume? Y'all ain't going to help me. You want God to give you a job. Polish up your resume. Make some networking connections. Take a class to develop new skills. Read books in the field in which you hope to explore or grow. But don't just sit around and do nothing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know you want to hear about Paul inside his locked in the Philippian jail, but you got to learn how to live life right here and right now. Take the initiative. Take the first step. Stop talking about I don't understand all of this technology. Get a book. I saw a book that says technology for dummies. Y'all ain't gonna help me. I didn't call you dumb. That's the name of the book. That means you could be at your lowest level of technology and yet you still understand. Somebody ought to shout no more excuses. No more excuses. Take the initiative. Get up do something. When you look over in the third chapter of the book of Joshua, the priest had to get in the water before it started to depart. Uh, God said, I'm going to depart the water, but my God, he said, but Joshua, you got to be the point man, and you got to get over in the water. If Joshua had a said, I can't swim, I've never taken any swimming lessons, why don't you make them get in the water wouldn't have never parted you may have to get in the water first before you start to see any results but make up in your mind that God I'll do whatever it takes I wonder do I have any God I'll do whatever it takes for I'll do whatever it takes my God when you look in the fourth chapter of the book of Nehemiah y'all don't mind if I preach the Bible do you Uh right around that ninth verse it says but we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night now notice something we prayed to God and then we turned around and we posted a guard day and night Yes, they were depending on God, but they did what they knew made sense to do at the time. We going to pray and, oh, y'all ain't going to help me here. We going to post guards day and night. I'm going to pray for a job and I'm going to put in the application. I'm going to pray I get out of debt, but I'm going to pay my credit card. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I'm going to pray for good health and I'm going to stop eating at 12 midnight and then going to bed. I'm going to pray first. I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute. 
I'm going to pray first and then I'm going to do and I'm not suggesting that you try to force things don't try to force it because when you force it you're going to mess it up especially when you are waiting on God but always remember that a good season of waiting it develops patience and character but continue to do what you know to do and guess what if you keep doing it your destination will become clear each and every day because I'm a witness God will unfold the next step somebody my God hallelujah somebody you're waiting on just the next step my God somebody ought to shout the next step Lord Ah, you're just sitting and you're just waiting you're so close you're so close my God you're this close you're standing on the threshold of a miracle you're standing on the threshold of a brand new day just the next step I dare you to do what you know that you're doing I dare you to pray and I dare you to take the initiative God says I'm going to unfold to you the next step and you and you will feel like you are making making some progress did I did I tell you Ola, that there is a lesson there's a lesson there's a lesson we learn in a time of waiting that we can't learn any other time God has to put us in a place of waiting my God he got to put us in a holding pattern and when God put us in a holding pattern he said be still and know that I I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I'll be exalted in all of the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. And the God of Jacob is my is my refuge. God places us in a holding pattern. Yeah, devil, you thought I had the wrong scripture. It's first Peter, the fifth chapter, not Hebrews. It's Peter that wanted to talk to us. And my God, first Peter, the fifth chapter, verse is uh, uh, six and seven he gives every one of us a command right there in first Peter the fifth chapter verses six and seven and it points to what we are to do when we're in a situation of uncomfortable waiting oh god my god it's one thing to wait diane but it's another thing when it's uncomfortable waiting <laughs> it's easy to wait when you got a pocket full of money y'all ain't gonna tell me it's easy to wait when uh, your body's in good health but what what happens when you experience uncomfortable uncomfortable waiting well Peter says it right there right there in the book first Peter 5 he says humble yourselves come on here in other words when you are in a time of waiting when you when you are in a time of waiting he says humble yourselves 
yourselves. That's what he said in verse 6. In other words, when he says humble yourself, he means there's got to be a sense of meekness about you. You got to be modest. You got to be respectful. You can't be disrespectful and humble yourself. Can I preach? And guess what? You got to keep it simple. Somebody say keep it simple. That's what he means when he said humble yourselves. And he says before God. In other words, what he's saying is don't try to get ahead of God, but just wait on God. Wait on God. Don't go ahead of God. Don't go down the road and wait for God to catch up with you. Be still and know that I am God. It tells us that at the proper time, somebody say the proper time. In other words, God's proper time, not ours. He's going to exalt you. God is going in his proper time. He's going to give you what you've been desiring. But it's all in God's time. He may not come when you want him to come. But guess what? I serve a God that is always, he's always right on time. Do you have a God? A witness. Yes, I know sometimes, I know sometimes it seemed like he wait till the last minute and that's just how God works. But guess what? God could do more in the last minute than you could do in a year's time. And so humble yourself in uh, therefore under the mighty hand of God. In other words, in other words, you say to God, God, it's not my will. But I want your will to be done. God, I want to be, I want to live for you. I want, uh, I want to follow your directions. He says, so when you are in a time of waiting, make sure you don't wait with an attitude. Make sure that you don't wait thinking that you're better than everybody else. He says, just humble yourself. And then verse 7 tell us something. There's another, there's another command then. Verse 7 commands us. He says, cast all your cares. Oh, come on there, somebody. Some of y'all, you come to church, you got a lot of cares. You have, you have a lot of burdens. You have a lot of faults. Somebody, you watching me on Zoom, and you're going through a whole lot of trouble. But I stopped by here to simply let you know that he said, cast your cares, cast, cast all of your troubles, cast all of your worries. In fact, cast all your faults. Come on. I'm talking about things that you refuse to speak. Cast, cast all your faults upon, upon the Lord. Why? Because he cares for us. And if we knew, you know, if we knew that help was just right around, right around the corner, then we might just hang on, you know, uh, just a little while longer. Have you ever had, have you ever had to call the paramedics? Come on here. And it looked like it's taking them forever. I mean, just look like, I mean, the paramedics sometimes only be two blocks from your house. Uh-huh, but it seemed like it takes them forever. But it's something about when you hear the siren. My God. 
It just brings some hope to you. It lets you know that what help is, is on the way. But if it's, my God, I don't know why when it seems like it's going to be a while, then we need God to help us carry our load. And somebody, God said, give it to me. Give it to me. You've been trying to carry it long enough. Give it to me. Cast your cares on the Lord. And then verse 10, look at verse 10. It tells us something else. Look at, look, look at it. Look at it. Uh, verse 10 just simply lets us know that after we have suffered just a little while, just a little while uh, he'll restore and uh, establish us and the bible said god will strengthen you and when you look at that word strengthen it means he's going to reinforce it means he's going to increase it means that he's going to intensify and then god said i'm going to settle you in other words you won't be just turning around in a bunch of circles in other words you don't know you won't be wondering should I go left or should or should I go right and you won't wonder should I go or should I stay y'all ain't gonna help me here but the bible says that God will tell your neighbor God will settle you God he will establish you God will strengthen you he will enforce reinforce you and I got good news I got good news no one who has waited on God has ever been let down God will always come through have I got a witness here and so where 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 I'm almost finished here but somebody tell me where are you waiting on the goodness of God where you waiting where are you waiting maybe you've been praying unceasingly as as you wait on your child to come back home maybe you're being treated unfairly by your spouse maybe uh-huh they're slandering your name at the workplace maybe you're you're under financial duress or you really need some guidance and support in your circumstances maybe you're just tired of carrying the weight of fear that comes from this pandemic well God God has a word for you my God and God's word said it is good that one should wait quietly oh lord for the salvation of the lord in other words keep on just keep on waiting the lord if the bible said is good to those that just wait on him he will exalt he will restore he will establish he will support you God's, uh, his goodness is your guarantee. 
And as I look back over my life, I ain't gonna preach hard, but as I look back over my life and see what and where God has brought me from, I cannot help but to testify that the Lord is good all the time. If I could get about five folk to just say the Lord is good all the time and his goodness is our guarantee that if he did it once God is able to do it again if he healed you once God is able to heal you again if God comforts your heart once he's able to do it again Jesus was not resurrected in the body on earth so that we his followers could manage a slow retreat and make it to heaven by the skin of our teeth now's not the time to use this pandemic to retreat and to step back he lives that we might have life he overcame the powers of death on this earth and we ought to be convinced as we look at the goodness of God in the land of the living I'm glad I'm still in the land of the living this pandemic have taken so many out young and old but I'm glad I'm in the land of the living I woke up this morning in my right mind I was able to put clothes on I know who I am and I know whose I am is anybody glad to be in the land of the living are you glad to be alive I could be dead sleeping in my grave but the Lord told death to behave and it's good to be in service one more time somebody say one more time I'm finished. Say one more time. It's good to be able to sing Zion songs. It's good to be able to clap my hands. It's good to be able to shout for joy. It's good to be able to tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my strength. Thank you. Ah! Oh, Lord, let me close. David expresses my testimony David said I would have 
fainted. I would have given up. I would have lost my mind unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Then David said, wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Wait, wait on the Lord. Yes, trust and depend on Him. He's always right on time. Don't be discouraged. Just believe that God can, God will make a way somehow. Yeah. 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 Have you not heard? Have you not known the everlasting Father, the Creator of the universe? Saying if not, He giveth strength to those that have no might, even the youth shall faint. And be weary, young men, surely fall. But that, 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 that wait on the Lord, He shall renew your strength, He shall heal your body. He shall bring you out. Yeah. You mount up. Mount up. Mount up. With wings. With wings of an eagle. You run. Not be weary. You walk and you won't faint. Ah, Lord, take me higher while I'm waiting. Take me higher. Somebody say higher. Higher.
I don't want to preach too hard. Ah, yeah. I got a yes, Lord. I got a yes, Lord. Down in my soul. Ah, yes. All right. Wow. You are waiting. God is working. Don't lose sight of that. I just got a little happy, but don't lose sight of the meat. <laughs> that while you're waiting, God is working. And every now and then, he'll give you a taste of what he's doing. He won't reveal the whole thing to you. And here's why. Here's why. Because you wouldn't be able to handle it. So as a matter if you knew everything God had for you, you wouldn't be able to handle it. You would we wouldn't be able to get you to sit down in church. You'd be disorderly in church. Choir wouldn't even be able to sing. The preacher wouldn't even be able to preach. If you saw everything that God had in store for you. Let me leave you with this. Let me leave you with this. Let me leave you with this. And we're going, for real, we're gone. Woo! Woo! Ow! Ow! Hey, listen. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Sister, Sister Tiffany Lenore, just wave at me. Wave at me. I see you. Wave at me. God said he's still at work. Don't you, 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 woo. you didn't sign on for nothing. God is. He's working now. Somebody give him praise for Sister Lenore. Woo. Hey. Woo. All right. All right. I'm trying to just give y'all an hour today. We're almost there. Just live it over. Yeah.
Don't take all day to have church. Woo! bless you. Just just remember this. While you're waiting, God is working. And just remember this. Your eyes have not seen nor have your ears heard. Neither have it appeared to the heart's of men and women what good things God has in store for them that love him and somebody ought to wave at me and say I love the Lord Now, Lord, I gave your people what you've placed on my heart to give them. You declared that your word it would not go forth void, but it will accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. We stand on your word. Fact of the matter is, God, that's all we have. All we have is your word. That's the only thing that's sure. That's the only thing that's stable. Is your word. Speak to our hearts during our time of waiting. Thank you for the assurance that you're still working.
while we're waiting. You know every need that's under the sound of my voice. Meet every need. In the name of Jesus. Manifest yourself. Let your healing power touch, touch sick bodies. Those that know bereavement, comfort their hearts, lift their spirits in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Because in your presence is fullness of joy. And I thank you now. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. God, as we stand, many in the valley of decision, speak to our hearts. Speak to us. Speak to us. Help us to be still. Help us not to make quick decisions. Help us to wait for your voice. Because we know when you speak, God, it is so. And we thank you. We thank you. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Tell the Lord, thank you. Right where you are, we just tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. God bless all of you. Be seated in the presence of the Lord.